Hello, San Diego. I'm Paulina Salazar. And I'm Brooke Hancock. Welcome to San Diego Biz Babes, where we aspire to inspire. Jessica Elbaum here. Thank you, Jessica, for being on Biz Babes. Hey, thank you. <laughs> yes, Jessica's a celebrity hairstylist. She's a fashion lover. You obviously love to travel. And you're from L.A., right? Yes, that's correct. Awesome. I actually grew up in Indiana, but I've lived in L.A. for 14 years. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. And yeah. so, I guess, what kind of made you jump into this industry, in the beauty industry? Um. When I was young, probably since junior high, I just loved beauty, I loved fashion, I've uh, been a subscriber to Vogue and every fashion magazine pretty much since I was like 13, Mm -hmm. so um, just growing up in a small town in Indiana, I always dreamed of something more and and looking like towards, you know, just wanting to be a part of the industry, Um, so when I was 18, I graduated from high school and I went to beauty school. And from there, um, I graduated from beauty school and got a job in a salon, but went ahead and went to college um, to major in theater just to see, you know, if that was something that I really was interested in doing or if I was going to be a salon hairdresser. Um, And in my first year at college, majoring in theater, I really knew at that point that I was meant to move to L.A. and work in entertainment. Yeah. So um, I dropped out of college after two uh, two years, and I moved to LA at 21. Wow! So, uh, and then I, yeah. So when I moved to LA, I went to makeup school um, out here in Burbank, and from then I started working in the industry after I finished makeup school. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! How did what gave you? What do you think gave you the courage to kind of move so soon um, at 21? You know, that's a big leap. Yeah, I think as gosh, when you're young, I feel like you're more fearless than you are when you're older, you know, I don't know, but um, I think I was just so determined to to get out of a small town, um, it was something I knew that I always wanted to do, um, and I had very encouraging parents, so I think that helped, um, and I just, you know, I, I told myself, I'll go out, and I'll, I'll go to makeup school, and once I graduate, if I don't feel like um, I'm working or getting jobs, then I can always go home. You know, yeah. I, I always told myself that, and my parents always said that, you know, uh, you can always come home, like, don't feel like you failed if, if you don't make it in L.A. or, or whatever, but, um, yeah. but yeah, I think I think that was part of it, and just being so determined um, that I wasn't going to fail, I think, gave me the courage to move. Yeah. Would you say that you had, like, super high goals as far as, like, where you wanted to be, or did you just want to just, like, ace, you know, this, like... Uh, like gift that you had pretty much to do hair and makeup or did, was it always in your mind like I'm gonna go to the top no matter what yeah I think so I um I didn't really understand the industry as obviously as much as I do now um, at that time because I I didn't grow up with anybody that I knew or family or friends or anything that was working in entertainment so I didn't really understand like what um types of like goals I guess I needed to set for myself as far as like jobs and all that stuff I just knew that I wanted to get into working in film and television um Mm -hmm. I always said I really wanted to be on a television series because um that is a job that can last a long time um it's something that is you know ongoing if it's a hit show for a really long time so I feel like 
I, I want to say when I was first moving out here, that was something that I really wanted. Um, yeah. And that came like within a few years of me doing doing hair and makeup out here. I worked. I started um, working first in indie, like small films and mm-hmm. horror movies and all that kind of stuff. Working crazy long hours and making not very much money. Yeah. But, um, but then I, you know, I, I knew I was like, I, my goal is to be in the union and um, and to work as a hairdresser on a television series. So that that shortly came after that. So. How did you um, end up I in modern? Like sorry. I'm sorry. How did it's you okay. How did you end up in Modern Family, or how did that kind of come about? Um, okay, so I, this is my seventh year um, on the show, so it's been quite a long time now. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but uh, I was working on another show prior to Modern. I, I I worked on several other shows beforehand, but um, one particular show I was on for two years. Um, with my coworker Kelly, who um, also does Modern Family with me, um, he and I were doing a uh, a drama about a, a, a law firm. It was called Harry's Law. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was an NBC show with Kathy Bates. Nice, um, great show. Um, but it was unfortunately canceled after its second season. So we were out of a job, mm-hmm. and um, luckily, a friend of mine heard that Modern Family was looking for a new hair uh, department because their other hair, hair department left the show. Wow, okay. Um, so it was open for interview, and so we found, <laughs> we found this out, and we hurried to, like, get in you know, for an interview, which is not easy. You have to know somebody. You have to know a producer. You have to know someone um, yeah. there because, you know, that kind of information is just not advertised online. I mean, you have to... It's all about who you know. So, luckily, another friend of mine had worked on Modern Family in the first couple seasons and left to, to do another show, and she had the production office's phone number. So, we called, and we got an interview, luckily, and we interviewed up against a lot of other hairdressers because, obviously, that job was very sought after. Everybody wanted that job. Yeah. Um, because it was already a hit show when we came on. It had already won, I think, two Emmys. So it was in the third season, and we, we came on shortly after that. So we interviewed, and uh, we went through a, a kind of a long interview process. We had to interview with the cast, um, which doesn't happen very often. Usually they don't ever ask you to do that, but mm-hmm. they really wanted to make sure that, that they were going to be happy with the hair department. Um, so anyways, we went, through, <laughs> we went through the long process, and then they picked us, uh, Kelly and I, to do the show. So uh, we've been there ever since. Aww. So it's been great. And how long have yeah. you and Kelly worked together for? Uh, this is our ninth year together. Wow. So we did the two years on Harry's Law together and then now seven years on Modern Family. Wow. And what do you yeah. think, like, differentiated you guys versus, like, everybody else interviewing? Or why do you think you guys got it? You know, I think because him and I have such a good dynamic together, Mm -hmm. and I know that the other hairdressers that were interviewing for the job, um, they went by themselves. They didn't come as a team, and him and I came as a team, um, which I think made a big difference because they... The thing is, any TV show, there's never just one hairdresser. There's always... There's always two, sometimes there's more, but mm-hmm. for the most part, it's usually two hairdressers and two makeup artists that make up the, the main trailer on a show um, for hair and makeup. And, it, you know, it's it's important to see that you're 
going to be working well with somebody else and that you're already established together and you know we just we have such a good dynamic that I, I think that they saw that and, and they picked us <laughs> yeah no that's awesome that's so cool um, I guess how did you guys like feel like leaving it were you like yeah we got it in the bag or was it like oh my gosh we don't know like do you remember um, how you felt I think we were, we were kind of nervous because um, I mean you know obviously going up against other people and interviewing with them as, as you know the actors it was a little bit it was a little bit scary but we, we definitely did feel that we were the best for the job like we did feel confident in that and yeah. I think that we were like you know if they don't pick us they're going to be sorry because we, we know that we're the best and Kelly is he's incredible I've learned so much from him he's been in the industry for 30 years you know wow. so he's a veteran and um, he's been very successful so you know we're, we're like a perfect duo like, yeah to, to work with you know so yeah that's awesome so we were confident I think <laughs> that we were yeah. going to get it but still nervous obviously yeah no and I'm honestly I'm sure that had a huge play in it you know it's like I'm a huge believer of like you manifest your own thoughts you know so if you guys felt genuinely and truly that you were gonna kill this job obviously in a good way um then it for sure showed and I'm sure that energy kind of was like thrown at them so that's awesome yeah I think so too yeah absolutely I think that's definitely a big part of any job and nailing any interview is just showing that you're confident yep. and that you're going to be the best of the job. I mean, that's just, you have to walk in there like that, not cocky or, you know, thinking that you're, you're too good, but yeah, yeah. confident and yeah. also humble, you know, yes. it's always important. Yes, definitely. So kind of piggybacking off of that, what do you think some of like the biggest struggles are as an entrepreneur? Obviously, like even just getting this interview might have been somewhat of a struggle or, you know, uh, with that other season being cut short. Like what would you say in your industry so far has been some of or one of your biggest struggles? Um, I, I definitely think the uncertainty of if the show is going to be renewed, um, that is mm. something that I know a lot of people struggle with, actors as well, you know, and anybody in the entertainment industry, whether you're in front of the camera or behind the camera, I think um, we're always nervous. Is the show going to end? Is it going to be canceled for no reason? Um, is somebody going to get sick and not be able to work, which is then going to make the show go down? You know, like there's there's all kinds of things and factors and uncertainty always in entertainment. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's like just having a show canceled, um, just not knowing, you know, if if your pilot's going to get picked up, like if you're doing a, you know, one pilot season, like there's, there's so many factors I think that go into our business, but it's also such an exciting business and that as well, you know, like, and you're not going to be on the same job for 35 years, unless you're on a soap <laughs> or something yeah, like, true. or the news or something like that. But yeah. for the most part, it is kind of cool because if, if one door does close, you know, another one is going to open. So that's yes. always something to remind yourself of, you know, yeah. and, um, and to try to be positive. If, if it doesn't work out, there will be another job, um, but it, it is a little nerve wracking at times, it, with, know, not knowing. Yeah, no, absolutely. With your contract with them, are you allowed to still do individual work, like side jobs? Yes. Is there even time for yes. that with your schedule? Um, yes and no. So uh, Modern Family is a very unique, um, specialized kind of schedule. Uh, we film three weeks 
out of the month, and then we have one week off. Um, so that that week off is a time off for the writers to catch up, so they can have more scripts. You know, that's a lot, that's kind of a similar like schedule to a lot of uh, half an hour comedies on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, our job is unique, and the show has been on for so long, and we have such a great success that a lot of people are paid on the week off, so I'm one of the lucky people that is paid on the week off, which means we're held kind of to having to go to production meetings or stuff like that, so there are sometimes things that we have to do on our week off, um, sometimes not, sometimes I'm, I'm in Paris or I'm somewhere else. Yeah, definitely. Stuff, like on my week off. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can, I can take other jobs as long as it doesn't conflict with Modern Family, like if I did take another job on my week off, because they pay me on my week off, I would have to turn down the other job and, yeah. and go to Modern Family if they needed me for that week for some reason. Because sometimes, once in a while, we'll have to film something on our week off because of scheduling or something like that. It doesn't yeah. happen often, but sometimes that happens. Um, the weekends, I'm always free, so I take clients on the weekends uh, during the award season. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, if I have a client that's going to an award show or presenting or, or doing something like that. Um, so I'll do that, but as far as like doing just people, um, like clients on the regular besides the show is, is minimal because I, I don't really have time um, to do it, yeah. except for in the summer. We, the show actually does go down for a few months, like during the summer where we're not filming at all, mm-hmm. it's like in between seasons. Mm-hmm. So during that time, sometimes I'll work on other shows or I might take clients or, you know, try to do other stuff on the side um, during that time. Yeah. Cool. Okay. And then what about like being a female entrepreneur? Obviously, um, you work with a lot of other females and I would say majority of the people doing here, I would say are females, but not all. Maybe what would you say? Like 50%, maybe less as far as like females go in your job. 50% is, I would say out here and like in the West coast, I mean, I think it's definitely 50-50. I would say when I started back when I was 18 and started doing hair in a salon back in Indiana, it was definitely like 90% women in wow. the salon yeah. and a couple of men, you yeah. know. Um, I don't know if it's so much that way anymore, um, but I think I think out here it's pretty, it's pretty fair. Like That's really um, cool to see how far we've yeah, come as a society. I, I think so, yeah. I think it's, um, it's great. I mean, there's I, I, yeah, I feel pretty like like it's pretty even, mm-hmm. uh, especially in our union. Um, there's so many talented men and women doing hair yeah. um, and makeup, definitely as well. So that that I really enjoy seeing. I think it's cool. Yeah. No, yeah, definitely. What have been some of your recent celebrities that you've helped glam up, other than Modern Family? Have you had any? Yeah, so I do Pretty Snow. Um, she's a client of mine. She's been a client of mine for a long time. We met actually on Harry's Law. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was on that show as well um, back in 2010 um, when I met her. So, yeah, we've been friends a long time, and I, I do her a lot for things. Um, and that, let's see, well, the, uh, I do a lot of the girls on Modern Family, but uh, besides Modern Family, uh, another client of mine is Amber Stevens-West. Um, she... Her latest show that um, she's been on is called uh, Happily Together. Mm -hmm. Uh, She was on the Carmichael show for three years. Um, She's done a lot of stuff. um, She and I actually met like 12 years ago on a show that I did with her called Greek. 
Nice. It was a, an ABC family show. I do remember so that. That was one of my first, yeah, that was one of my first, like, big jobs that I ever got. Um, yeah. I did that show for four years. Yeah, it was really fun. So mm-hmm. I had a lot of friends that I'm still friends with um, on that show. So yeah. Amber was one of them. Yeah. That's awesome. I know, I think I yeah. saw you were featured um, a couple times on New Beauty. So how was that experience? Yeah, great. Um, thank you. So really fun. Um, yeah, my, my um, PR agency, um, they're great. And they introduced me to, uh, to New Beauty um, when I was in New York um, a few years ago. So um, that was really fun. Um, it's been fun to, I'm always, I'm always excited and happy to write uh, anything for any magazine when it comes to beauty, you know, if, if they're asking me my tips on products and all that kind of stuff, I'm always excited to talk about new products or things that I like. I always want to share anything like that with, with the public because I, I don't believe in, like, keeping secrets of things. I mean, I, I think everybody should know yeah. how to do something to make themselves feel good and feel better and I, I would never, like, hide any of those things from people because that's silly. I Everyone should no (laughs) yeah and it shows yeah it shows like you provide value like I was looking through your stories and they're awesome um oh cool thank you yeah it's just like when you you can't really ask you know you got to give and so you got to provide value for these people and that's like for to me that's awesome because I'm not I feel like I need to learn more about hair and makeup like and so stuff like that (laughs) really genuinely like it does help and it makes our lives a lot easier so that is awesome that you do that that's great. What's like one of your favorite hairstyles right now? Favorite hairstyles? Um, gosh, I, you know, I'm loving like the flat iron wave, um, like curling the hair with the flat iron, but not in a curl, like yeah. kind of like a, you know, like a, like a effortless looking yes. wave that just looks like you woke up that way, but yep. it's done with an iron. <laughs> and know? it's a lot but, quicker, um, right? It's a lot faster, yeah. Once you get the hang of it, it's super fast. Um, and yeah, I the InStyler iron is amazing. The flat iron by InStyler, they're uh, the way it's shaped. Um, it's kind of curved on the edge, mm-hmm. and the, the the size of the plate is perfect. So it's perfect for doing like a, a flat iron wave. Um, so that I really enjoy, um, and I, I really like like a like a long bob, like a bob, I guess you know, kind of all one length hair, but yeah. then do that st- style is kind of my favorite look right yeah. now. Yeah, that's awesome. I think I actually have the your little straight waves today, so I feel good about myself right now. Oh, cool. <laughs> Great. <laughs> that's awesome. So ta- <laughs> tell our listeners, I guess, what keeps you going every day? Like, how are you so motivated? And what what's your why? Like, why do you do what you do? I love what I do. Um, I feel so happy and blessed that I still, after, I mean, I'm almost 36, um, and I've been doing this since I was 18. Um, I just, I'm always inspired by fashion. Um, I'm inspired by traveling and going around the world and seeing other people's fashion and looking, you know, I love Instagram. I I will always love Instagram. I I follow a lot of cool accounts. I think that inspires me to to strive, to try new things, to be creative, Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm inspired by my coworkers. Um, I feel like we all kind of inspire each other when it comes to, you know, looks and, and trying new things. Um, I, I, that's what keeps me going, really, is, is, 
is that kind yeah. of stuff, you know, and I, I love, and loving where I work, I never feel like, oh, I don't want to go to work today, like, I don't care, I mean, we go to work at 5.45 in the morning, it's what time we start, Yeah. and I still love it, like, I'm never angry at mm-hmm. 4 when I wake up, you know, I might be tired, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm still, like, excited to go to set, and I'm excited to see all my friends, and I, I love all the actors on the show, and we all laugh and have so much fun every day, so it's, I mean, that's what keeps me going. Yeah. Uh, for sure. So you mentioned Instagram in there. What are your thoughts on social media? Is Instagram your favorite platform right now that you use? Yeah, I think Instagram has been pretty strong for me in the last few years. I don't do Facebook anymore. I got rid of Facebook. I just wasn't really using it. Um, yeah. And I don't really use Twitter or anything like that. I mean, I'll look at it once in a while. But it's, I like Instagram because to me, it's like it's like a digital magazine. And the accounts that I follow um, and that I'm inspired by, to me... It, it's it's a magazine, and true. I, I still love actual magazines. I know they're kind of dying off, which is sad. Um, but I feel like it's a way for everyone to be able to have their own magazine and to be able to display their own, you know, looks that they like or their, the pages of their life or of their work or whatever yeah. in a way that everyone can see it. You know, yeah. so I, I think it's great. I'm. I'm so happy um, that Instagram is still around and it's still going strong. I think it's a really good way for people to get out there and advertise themselves or uh, their product. You know, I, I think it's great. Yeah. What advice would you give somebody starting up an Instagram account in your industry? Like, what would you tell them? Um, I would say don't overpost. Um, I think when you overpost, you lose interest quickly. Like, once a day is good, you know, mm-hmm. because I think overposting. I try to tell that to my mom. Yeah. I started an Instagram not too long ago, and I was like, she'll like post like 20 photos, and I'm like, no, mom, no. But um, but so I think just limiting the post, but making sure that the that what you do post is high quality. The images should not be blurry. They should be crisp. Yeah. They should pop. They should you know all of those things. Like you don't want to you want to put some thought into it. I think in order to make your page look really curated and beautiful, like a magazine, you know. So. Yeah. Um, that I think is important. I think it's important to kind of know what you're going to post ahead of time. Um, if it's work or whatever it is, like just so everything kind of blends together and goes nicely. So when someone comes across your page, they're going to look and see, wow, like this person really has beautiful images. Yeah. They put a lot of thought and time into what they're posting opposed to just throwing things up there just to have photos, you know? True. It's like quality over quantity. Yes, absolutely. Definitely. So what are, I know that you share some of your products, so, or some of your favorite products. What are some of the favorite products right now that you currently have? I know you mentioned your, the straightener um, that you really like to use. Yeah, the straightener. So I love the hair ritual, um, which is made by Cicely. It's a French uh, line. Um, I love their hair oil. The precious hair oil is the best hair oil on the market. It is amazing. It is a hundred dollars for the bottle, but it is worth it, and it will last you a long time. Hmm. It smells amazing, and it's good for like any type of hair. It's good for my hair is really fine, and I use it on myself, and I also use it on my clients who have really coarse curly hair. So yeah. it's an incredible product. Um, that's a number one for me and my kids. Um, I I love. This is an old one that people always talk about, but I will always love is the Orbe Dry Texture Spray. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing product. If you want volume or just to give your hair some some texture and peasiness, it's an incredible product. Um, let's see. What else can I think of off the top of my head? Um, 
I, let's see, I mean, I'll always love the L'Oreal Element Hairspray. Amazing. <laughs> that's, um, that's, a, that's a cult favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <for sure. laughs> uh, I could go on and on. <laughs> no, those are great <laughs> I tips. so many things that I like. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's see. So, what does, I guess, a normal day look like for you with the modern family? A normal day. Um, well, I wake up at 4, mm-hmm. usually. Um, we're at work by 545. Um, I actually live pretty close to the studio. Um, I live in West LA, and uh, we film at Fox Studios, which is in Century City. Yes. So I don't have to drive too far to work, which is so amazing, because so many people that I work with do have to drive far. Um, that lives, you know, all over the city, and LA is so big and crazy with traffic. Yes. Um, so I, don't, I leave the house at, like, by 30 and I'm at, you know, I take 15 minutes to get there. Um, and then we start off usually with our first actor at six. Um, and you know, we, we work, it depends. Every day is a little bit different, but if we're doing like an average day, um, we'll have lunch at, at one o'clock. We'll film until then. We're on set with the, with the cast all day. Uh, once we get them ready, um, we're on set with them, catching them up and keeping the continuity, uh, the same. And then after lunch, we come back and then we film uh, usually until about five, five o'clock, maybe mm-hmm. is an average time we'll finish. Um, and then I go home and have dinner and go to bed because <laughs> <laughs> I have to be back up at four. So that's, wow. a, that's an average day, I guess. Yeah. Um, filming, filming day. Dang, so they literally film at least three, what would you say, obviously three weeks out of the month and then Monday through Friday? Is it what, like yeah. nine hours or eight hours or whatever? With yeah, the exception well, we're of breaks? Yeah, usually about 12 hours. Yeah, we're, wow. we're there 11 to 10 to 12 hours, I guess, would be average for us for hair makeup because we're first in and last out. Yeah. So, you know, it depends on who's working that day, it depends on what we're filming that day. Um, if we're filming on location outside the studio, sometimes it's longer days because it's a little bit more complex. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we're on stage uh, in our regular place and we don't have a large amount of page count to shoot for the day, our average is um, is about 10 to 12 hours a day. Wow. Okay. So good yeah. hours, but I'm sure it doesn't feel like it because... You're obviously doing something. Yeah, it goes by fast. Yeah, I mean, it really does. You know, some days that are faster than others, depending yeah. on what we're doing. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, for the most part, we're pretty busy, and so yeah, they, the days go by fast. Yeah. How would you say? I guess if you could just share a little bit. I'm sure you've come this far. You're successful in what you do. You have a lot of business, and a huge part of that, I would say, is you staying positive. Just. The same with every other industry that someone's successful in is you have to have that mentality just to stay positive, you know, um, manifest what you want in your future and so forth. So I guess, could you tell us a little bit more about how your brain works as far as like maintaining that firm positivity, waking up with a smile on your face and moving along your day? Yeah, um, I, I believe in the secret. I've watched it. I've read it. I think it really is true um, yes it is I try to tell my friends that that don't read it or whatever and have struggles with boyfriends or jobs or whatever and I mean I honestly just believe that I just I've always just believed that um if you want something you can get it yeah and absolutely stay positive um I can't be positive every day obviously life happens and things happen and you get down but I've trained myself to just 
think about the good things that I have accomplished or that I have in my life, and, you know, I try to switch my brain to that if I ever go into the dark place, you know, of feeling like I haven't done enough or, or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, I think that's super important, and I, I think it's super important to stay humble and just always continue to learn and never feel like you you know it all, you know, and, you're, and always be open to what other people are doing and have to say, um, try to be inspired by others. I mean, I, I think that's really important, too. Yeah. No, that's awesome that you bring up the secret. I literally live by that. My life, com- oh, good. My life completely changed when I applied that to my life. It was like... Once I got, like, the first thing, I was like, okay, I want this, you know, and then you start manifesting all these thoughts, and you start making it happen, and then it happens, you're like, oh, crap, like, it worked, and then you're like, what else can I do, and it just, like, becomes this addiction of, like, how far can I really push myself, and then you start really actually seeing, like, the top, like, wow, I really can become a millionaire, like, I just need to work at it, you know, or whatever it may be that you want to do, so... That's awesome that you think like that because I'm in the same exact boat and this has just been something so new to me within the last year that it has just dramatically changed my life, my production numbers, like everything just like skyrocketed after I thought that way. So Wow, that's so exciting. I love to hear that. That makes me so happy. Yes. It was pretty that's insane. Awesome. Yeah, I went from on real estate side, it was like one house every month to like four to seven a month, which is like insane wow. for like a first oh my year. God. Yeah, it was my first first like almost going on second year when when I had this like shift in my brain, but it's tough just to kind of be your own boss, you know? It's like you have to stay disciplined. Yeah. Obviously, you're working for Modern Family, but at the end of the day, it's like you are your own brand. So yes, absolutely. We, us absolutely. specifically. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. But, that, um, but that's great. I love that. That makes me so excited because <laughs> I try to tell so many people about, and, you know, if people choose to listen, they will or not, you know, but I, I have a few friends that definitely believe in the secret as well. And I'm always like, yay. Yeah. It's only positive. It's only good. Like yeah. it's only the only good can come of it, you know. You yeah. just have to do it. Yes. And believe in it. So. Exactly. Oh that's, that's great. Yeah, that is great. What are what are your future endeavors and what are your your next uh your next goals here in life? Well, when the show ends, which we are um it hasn't been officially announced yet, but we are going to be doing a season eleven um on the show. So after uh, March 15th, we wrap the season, and then we will be doing another year, which is so unexpected and so exciting. Yeah. Uh, we did not expect that. We thought this was our last season. Um, so that will be coming. Uh, but in the meantime, or in between, I I definitely want to build my social media more. Um, I would like to focus on that more and, and try to think of some new ideas and do some new things um, as far as that goes. I also have thought of for a long time... Um, possibly moving uh, overseas to Europe because um, wow. I travel to Europe quite a bit yeah. and I would like to try to work over there doing hair and makeup um, possibly for fashion um, for, for couture for shows and stuff like that just because I think uh, there's so much creativity that goes into that and it's um, it's always changing it's always different um, so I'm, I'm creating that for sure like as a possibility to to go into after Modern Family ends. That's so cool. Are, are you ready to just yeah. jump ships over there? <laughs> I mean, possibly, yeah. I, I mean, I've lived in L.A. a long time now. I mean, I, I would consider, even even if I just do it for half a year or something, yeah. you know, like go back and forth, even like not live there permanently, but maybe just go back and forth. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. 
So someone that's like about to jump into hair because they're feeling motivated, what would be some advice that you want to give them as far as like jumping into this industry if they have goals of becoming, you know, kind of like you where you're at? What would you tell them? Like if you can kind of redo your start, um, what would be your own advice to these people that are just now starting? I would say, I mean, take every job that you can find. Um, You're going to work for no money, which is just the way it is in the beginning, you know, but take those jobs um, and just never stop learning. Go to as many classes as you can, even when you're graduated, like take advanced classes, um, find something that you're really specialized in. Um, If you want to work in the industry, it's really important to learn how to do wigs. I never really thought of that when I was going to school for hair. Even when I first started in the industry, I didn't think about wigs as much. You know, you don't think like, oh, I need to really know how to put them on. There's a certain way to put them on. Um, And all all of these things that you don't learn at beauty school, that's for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. That's something to take a class on and to learn how to do. Um, Also, really becoming familiar with period hair, whether it's 80s, 90s, all the way back into, you know, the 1800s, like, you need to know, pretty much for every show, I've always had to know something, like, there's, even on Modern Family, like, I've done period hair on the show, because it might be a Halloween episode, and somebody's dressing up as Lucille Ball, or Marilyn Monroe, or something like that, so you just need to know um, all the periods of different hairstyles, and and I mean, you can always Google it, but you need to know how to style them. Yeah, definitely. And be fast at it, you know? So yeah. I think that's something really important to learn. Yeah. Right. Last question here. What are your hair pet peeves? You could totally be funny about it, whatever whatever <laughs> comes to your head. Hair pet peeves. <laughs> um, well, um, I get really annoyed when somebody comes in to the trailer with dirty hair. <laughs> I'm like, if you're going to be on camera, why are you going to have dirty hair? I get so mad when somebody has dirty hair because it's hard to make dirty hair look good to go on camera. Like, I know people are in this whole mindset of, oh, you know, my hair's better when it's like a few days old. I can make it look like it's a few days old, but it's clean. You know what I mean? Like, it's better to come in with clean hair. So that is like... One of my biggest pet peeves, and one of my actresses on Modern Family, who I love dearly, and she is one of my good friends, and she and I have a joke about it, and whatever. Like she, she knows she doesn't like to wash her hair. She's funny about it all the time. Um, she'll even talk about it on her Instagram page, and she, so um, we always have that joke. But I'm like, no, I love you, but seriously though, please wash your hair. And I'm like, you know, I don't want to do dirty hair today. No dry so, shampoo. I mean, dry shampoo only goes so far, you know? Like, it only goes True. so far. It's good for, like, a couple of days. Yeah. But when that hair is dirty, like, it doesn't go any... I mean, it's just not good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it can only go so far. <laughs> okay, note to self. No dirty hair when you go to Jessica. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much, Jessica. Do you want to shout out? We call it... We want to biz babe it out. Um just kind of throw out your handle, your where people can find you, if you're selling products, whatever you want, just go ahead and let them know. Okay, yeah, great. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram handle is at Jess, J-E-S-S, Elbon, E-L-B as a boy, A-U-M as a Mary. And you can follow me there for all kinds of hair tips and fashion tips, uh, modern family stuff, um, all kinds of things. Travel, I'm, I'm always posting 
fun things. Yes, she definitely is. So definitely give her a follow. And thank you guys all for tuning in. I will see you guys later. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Biz Babes. We really hope you can take something from this episode and grow. If you know somebody who can also learn from this, pass on this positivity and share this episode. Our guest information will be in our show notes. And for more info on Biz Babes, follow our Instagram at San Diego Biz Babes.